Hello and welcome back to the One Wrestling Podcast, your one-stop shop for discussions and reviews about the vast world of professional wrestling. Each week we pick some topics or shows to discuss from whatever much we feel like discussing that week. Mostly stick to Pura, but we talk about a little bit of everything. I'm your host, TJ, a.k.a. Aspier, and with me is my co-host, Caitlin. Hey, everybody. This week is episode 47, and we will be discussing the uh, Best of Super Juniors final night and a little bit of World Tag League final night because we are on the same show, so we kind of had to watch both. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Dio Grand Prix up to this point, at least one of the shows, we didn't get a chance to check out the second one. but And then we'll uh, finish off with Know the Chronicle and uh, Real World Tag League finals, which took place today. But uh, non-wrestling stuff, uh, what you been up to? Same old, same old. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, do we, was last week when we discussed Yakuza? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I gave okay. it Yeah. Uh, I'm still playing that, still playing Genshin. Um, still watching anime, a little bit behind now, but. Yeah, we tried I mean, to catch up a little bit, but it didn't, it didn't happen. <laughs> or at least caught up in Higurashi, so that's the one that really matters, honestly. Those past couple of episodes were kind of fucked up, man. Oh my god, this last one was so fucked up. Uh, so... It was kind of uncomfortable to watch at points, like I won't go too much into it, but it's like. Some of the themes they're talking about right now aren't the most pleasant things to mm. watch. But that's the whole thing with Higurashi. You're not supposed to feel comfortable, so. Yeah, I'm like way behind in anime, but I did catch up in um, Chainsaw Man's manga. Which one more, you have to say one more chapter to go, and holy shit, I'm not gonna like spoil anything, but this show is <laughs> definitely ending with a bang. That's for fucking sure. And then beyond that, I'm I'm not playing Genshin as much as I used to. I'm still playing it every day, but. Same. Kind of fell off a little bit with it, but uh, mostly because I'm playing WoW more now, but I'm uh, still really enjoying that. Um, but not a whole bunch, really. It's what little other wrestling we watched and anime and gaming. That's pretty much what we've been doing this entire COVID era. And that's not changing anytime soon, so. Yeah, so it's not much different than what we did before, yeah. anyway. Except we actually went to some live wrestling. Ugh. Not happening anytime uh, soon, no. though. Uh-uh. But, uh. Other wrestling we watched, or at least mostly I watched, um, I watched some of the Dragon Gate, uh, the, that Corkin from uh, December 2nd. I kind of watched it in spurts, but I knew everything that happened ahead of time, so I kind of just watched for the angles more than anything else. I think the only match I watched in full was uh, Shun and Susumu, which was a really good match. Uh, definitely better than uh, Shun versus Dragon Kid from uh, Gate of Destiny, or Gate of Origin, whatever. Whichever one. Whatever the last big show. I never remember show. the actual yeah. names, yeah. But yeah, both were really good, but I don't know. I, like Right now, I kind of have mixed feelings on Shun's reign so far. But uh, hopefully him and Ben have a banger later in the month. Uh, Boku Timo Dragon is the fucking goat. I love this man. <laughs> Amazing singer in Spanish and has like the slowest magistral in wrestling. And I can't wait for more of him. Like I love him so far. And uh, that angle at the end with Kikuda joining Red was fucking great. So surprised in the following match, though. He got pinned by Yoshino. But now he's a hip-hop Kikuda, so... I'm curious if they're going to continue with different iterations of him throughout his career. We're going to get Pop Kikita, uh, Metal Kikita. There's a lot of things you can do with this kind of gimmick. I haven't actually seen what he looks like in it. Just wearing like a chain or something, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I haven't seen much of him yet. I just, I just know the name. Everyone was going crazy about hip-hop Kikita. <laughs> uh, I finally watched some of the uh, Big Japan show from uh, November 23rd, that big show with like the, I think their 25th anniversary show. Or I forgot what the anniversary it was, but... Uh, Andy and Yoshino was kind of mid. I don't. I get why he booked the match, but this junior title match was just not it. One of the matches, like like one of the matches, was kind of just shit anyway. But then you had some outside guy basically dominate your champ most of the match, and then 
you guys end up winning, like, your guy ends up winning in the end. I don't know. It's just weird to me. The tag title match was really good, uh, but I had higher hopes for it. I still enjoyed it a lot, and I recommend checking it out, but um, looking at Astronauts versus Strong Hearts on paper, I kind of expected a little more. And uh, the main event, Strong Title match, was really good between Okabayashi and Sekimoto. Uh, I forget who said it on Twitter, that's all, but it kind of seemed like a highlight reel of their uh, previous matches, which isn't really a bad thing. Only big difference was Sekimoto doing a big dive and just completely eating shit. I was so worried for him. Uh, other than that, uh, we watched AEW, and uh, that had to be the worst episode of Dynamite yet to me. That was terrible. There was shit. like no good wrestling on it at all. Well, no. Like it kicked, like it kicked, <laughs> off, it kicked off with that uh, Diamond Ring Battle Royale thing, which is just fucking awful. They've never actually had a good Battle Royale in the company yet, no. which is crazy because they have them all the fucking time, but they're pretty much always bad. Uh, Jericho and Kaz was just as bad as you expected it would be, really. Uh, Britt wrestled, so that's unfortunate for everyone involved. Uh, the semi-main with Cody and Darby versus Team Taz was kind of like the only decent wrestling on the show, and even then it was decent. And I don't really give a shit about Sting, but I'm a newer fan to wrestling, so I don't really have a connection to him. I don't have one either, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm happy people are happy about it, but I, honestly, I don't care. It's more old people. I really don't care, so. But, uh, in the... The main event was just fucking ass, which sucks. The main event was trash. And I, just I, a big thing for Impact. Yeah, like, I was actually excited about it. Or excited for the show, or for the match. See? See? But, I was right. But the wrestling was just so fucking boring. They did nothing. And then it ended, ended uh, anticlimactically with a whole callous run-in shit, which I don't care. Like, I know some people are saying the match just sucked because of the ending. Mm. And no, it sucked anyway. And the ending just didn't do much. But, oh well. match was just bad. Yeah. They opened the impact gate, but we'll uh, see if that actually ends up becoming a relationship or not. Fair least, Kenny's showing up this week, but I don't like. There's different reports saying it's not going to last that long, and like impact or not impact. Kaos is basically on his way out of impact, and this was basically just throw him into a bone before he goes to uh, AEW full time as Kenny's a uh, guy. Yeah. What the fuck. I don't. We'll see. Oh God. Uh, news. Uh, Western news. I just want to talk about this uh, final battle card for uh, ROH that's taking place on uh, November 18th. I'm pretty sure it's a full card. I don't know if this is in order. It shouldn't be because the order here, but I'm just going off what Wikipedia said. Getting uh, EC3 versus Jay Briscoe in a grudge match. Mm, Everyone wants to see that, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rouge versus Brody King. I'm actually kind of excited for that. I'm interested. We'll see how excited, We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Like It could definitely go bad, but... I- it should be good. It should not, be fine. And I think Brody's going to win the belt here, so that's good for him. I was like, depending on what Roosh is doing with his whatever contracts with whoever the fuck, yeah. If Brody wins, then it's definitely, he's on his way. Yeah. <laughs> to somewhere. I don't know. Uh, we're getting a four-way corner survival match for a shot at the ROH TV title later in the night. Tony Deppin versus LSG versus Josh Woods versus Dak Draper. Hopefully Deppin wins, but we'll see, I guess. And then, obviously, the next match, uh, Dragon Lee is going to defend against the winner of that, the TV title. Mexa Squad, uh, Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace are defending the six-man titles against Shane Taylor Promotions. Khan, Moses, and Shane Taylor. I don't know who the fuck these guys are with Shane. Aren't those, like, the two dudes that had kind of shown up before stuff got shut down? They're kind of, they look like some bodyguard-type guys. Yeah. Like I've, okay. I think I've seen videos. I didn't know their names. Yeah, I don't know their names. I've seen, like, videos of it on Twitter, like, them recruiting them or whatever, but... I don't know. They're doing a not announced yet uh, Pure Rules tag team match. They're going to have the foundation, Jay Lethal, and Jonathan Gresham defend the tag titles against uh, the interesting team of uh, Mark Briscoe and PCO. I don't know where they uh, ended up being a team, but I guess it is what it is, I guess. 
Yeah, I'm like, did we miss something on TV or? <laughs> um, uh, Gresham is defending the pure title against Flip Gordon because when I think of a pure title match or pure rules match, I definitely think of Flip Gordon. That's my first yeah. name that comes to head. And uh, last match is the Kingdom: Matt Taven and Mike Bennett versus the Righteous Vincent and Tyler Bateman. I didn't know they had a name. Who? Bateman and Vincent. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't care about them anyways. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, don't know if I actually mentioned it, but uh, Kenny Omega is your new AEW champion for AEW News. That's really about it for them. Uh, Japanese indie news. Uh, Gleet, there's a new great exhibition match was uploaded to their YouTube channel. So check that out if it interests you. I haven't gotten around to check it out yet. I think it has Watanabe in it. I don't know who, the, who he was facing, though. Uh, Zero One News. Uh, oh, do we do WWE? Oh, what WWE news is there? I mean, I guess Becky and Seth, but, like, you oh. probably already fucking know this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I legit forgot about it already, even though they just announced it on Twitter and Instagram and all that shit. But uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins' uh, daughter was born. What's her name? Rue. Rue, yeah. Yeah, so. But, yeah, that's. Uh, there you go. There that's you go. all for WWE. Oh, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. Well, you had fucking Gargano win the North yeah, American title, but I don't care. Who gives a shit? Honestly, who cares? Yeah, honestly, that show was kind of okay. It was. Yeah, I guess we didn't talk about that. Yeah, that show was kind of mid. I don't care really. It was kind of below mid, but yeah. Oh well. Pat McAfee though. Yeah. King of this shit. <laughs> but anyway. Anyways. Uh, back to indie news. Uh, our zero, our Japanese indie news. Um, zero one. We have the um first round of the zero one Furin Kazan tag tournament. Uh, first round matches are Otani and Imanari versus uh, Tanaka and Sugawara. Chris Weiss and Yokoyama versus Satsuki Nagao and a mystery partner. Iwasaki and uh, Tsukutaka Sato versus the Kubota brothers. And uh, Raichi and Sugi versus El Lindemann and T-Hawk. That should be really good. So, uh, Bizarre news. We have the finalists for the 2020 Iron Fist Tag Team Tournament, which was uh, determined today. The uh, finalists are Sento Minzoku, Isami Kodaka, and Daiki Shimamura versus uh, Sparky, Ryota Nakatsu, and Sagat. The finals will be held December 22nd in Chiquipa First Ring, and the winner gets a shot at the uh, Speed of Sounds for the Iron Fist tag titles. Uh, Dove Pro news, because I'm sure no one really cares about Dove Pro, but I'll mention it anyway. Uh, Ryota Nakatsu challenges Kenshin Chikano for the Dove World Heavyweight title December 20th. And on the same show, Gaina and Hub are going to defend the Dove, uh, the Dove uh, tag titles against Brother Yashi and Taita. So going on there let's see uh dragon gate news we got some new additions to the uh gate or uh, to uh final gate we're gonna have a torimon versus red losing unit must disband no dq elimination match torimon is gonna be naruki doi masato yoshino dragon kid tsusumu yokosuka and genki horiguchi facing the red team of ada kaido ashida hyo SB Kento and Madoka Kikuda. And then still got Okuda versus Kagator for the Brave Gate. BB Kai versus uh, Masaki Masajizuki and Don Fuji for the Twin Gate. And then Shun versus Ben K for the Dream Gate. Uh, no one news. Uh, Noah will be finally returning to the Nippon, Bido, Bud- uh, Nippon Budokan February 12th next year. And we already know the main event. It's going to be Go Shiyazaki defending the GHC title against Keiji Mudo. I'm curious how well that's going to draw. Because I don't think um, COVID restrictions are going to be lifted until March, actually. Early. Ah, okay. So it's still going to be a COVID. Well, 
they'll probably keep going even after March, but right now they're scheduled to keep the attendance kind regulations until, yeah. at up until March at least. But so I'm kind of interested in that they're doing it in February instead of waiting until that. But at the same oh, time, uh, two months is already a long time to wait before a title match. So yeah. I don't know if they wanted to make it three. Yeah, it's a good thing at least for go. So. <laughs> uh, added to the uh, November nineteenth show, we're getting another title match. Um, Kaito Kiyomiya and da- Daiki Shimamura, or not I think Daiki Shimamura. I don't know. I'm I'm fucking up names today, but they're challenging Segura Gun for the tag titles on that show. Uh, All Japan news. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get to the show. But uh, next stream mm-hmm. are your 2020 World Tag League winners. And also announced on that show, uh, All Japan is getting a series on Amazon Prime, which is weird to me. Very strange. And didn't you say, like, Aoki's involved with it, too? Yeah, I saw Shinya Aoki in one of the pictures, but I'm not quite sure what the match is supposed to be. I saw Jin in there, too, but, yeah, obviously I have no clue. Uh, New Japan News, uh, we have your Best Super Junior Tag League Finals card. Uh, it takes place November 11th. The main event, Hiromu Takahashi for Zelda Desperado. Main in event the... one. It ain't main event one. They're I fucking know, full they're of They're stupid. Self. They're fucking stupid for that. But... Uh, semi main is a uh, fin-, fin juice versus god and world tag league 2020 finals uh that's gonna be a match i guess <laughs> i don't care um i mean probably fin juice is just gonna win so hopefully hopefully i know some people are saying like oh they can always just make this a three-way kind of bullshit no, let's not. for Wrestle kingdom hopefully they don't let's not do that that sounds painful but yeah i'd rather just have fin juice versus tackers obviously harum is gonna win the best super juniors uh we're going to get uh, Kota Ibushi and Master Wado versus Tetsuya Naito and Bushi. That's just a that's, weird that's matchup. That's just a weird combo. Like, what? Uh, Shingo Takagi and Sonata versus Evil and Yujiro. Wow. Sana Evil. Yeah, I'll say they're pretty much just going to set up Sana yeah, Evil for us to which I guess that gives Sonata something to do. That's a match, I guess, but I'm like, uh, going to get Okada, Tanahashi, and Toa Henare versus Osprey, Jeff Cobb, and Great Okan. Oh, my God. That's going to be something. Oh. Oh god, the, and the opener's even worse. Uh, Toru Yano <laughs> show Robbie Eagles versus Bad Luck Falay, ba- Bad Luck Falay, Bad Luck Falay, Chase Owens, and Taiji Chimori. That sounds fucking god awful. Yeah, say so not a whole this lot on this show is gonna get me god. that excited. The main event is like the only thing for me. Here. Main event's gonna be fucking great. I think potentially the semi main, but it depends. Uh, I don't. I'm just, I, I'm just not interested. Well, I mean, we we didn't like their uh, first match and the they were night one. I think those I don't two. Care. That match kind of was not that good to me, so hopefully it's better than that, I guess. Crowd is not giving a single fuck. Crowd didn't give a fuck when um, fucking G.O.D. came out anyway at the yeah. end of it, so. And Ibushi Wato and Naito Ibushi might be good. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, next night, the Super J Cup takes place, the full card. It's <laughs> same, like, it's a one-day tournament, so you're going to get the first round, semifinals and finals all on the same night. Uh, seems like this is in order too, which is kind of interesting to me. Uh, Clark Connors versus Chris Bay, AC Agent versus TJP, Ray Horace versus Blake Christian, Leo Rush versus ELP, which is gonna be the f- last first round match, which I think is kind of important because they're kind of building up Leo right now. Yeah, they so, gave him a big uh, little vin- vignette, I guess. Like at this point, I kind of think whoever wins that match is gonna win the whole tournament. Man, if they get if they actually do go through with the best of Super Junior versus a uh, Super J Cup winner, I'd I'd be down for Hiromu and Leo. I think we're gonna get uh, Hiromu and Leo regardless because I oh, think oh yeah 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 for I, sure I definitely think he's gonna he's gonna try and come over uh, yeah I think they're gonna fly in Leo regardless of what he, whether he wins this because they're definitely gonna try and use him 
least Which a little smart bit. smart on their end. But yeah, they got those first round matches in the semifinals match. Uh, semi-main is going to be a non-tournament match. Uh, Ren Narita and Carl Fredericks versus Higaleo and Kenta. Narita! And then main event's going to be the Super J Cup final. So check that out if it interests you. Uh, that's it for the news. Uh, airing this week, Tokyo Joshi aired live on Russell Universe December 6th. And we'll have another show live on December 12th. Noah aired on Abima December 6th. New Japan's World Tag League Best Super Final Night aired live on New Japan World on the 6th. And as we were just talking, the finals take place December 11th. And the Super J Cup takes place on December 12th, all on New Japan World. Stardom had a show on December 6th, which I believe is on Stardom World already. And they, <laughs> and they have another show on December 13th, which is pretty much like all fact, like in Faction Warfare, which is an interesting card, I guess. All Japan uh, Real World Tag League aired live on All Japan TV from Corkin Hall December 7th. And they will have another Corkin airing live on December 13th. Uh, Freedoms, November 19th, aired on Nico Pro December 7th. Toro Sugiura's produce uh, from November 27th aired on Nico Pro December 7th. Oz Academy, November 29th, will air on Nico Pro December 8th. Dragon Gate airs live on the Dragon Gate Network December 8th and 13th. And then uh, 2AW, November 22nd, will air on Nico Pro December 9th. Uh, weekly airings, I don't think New Japan Strong is this week because Super J Cup's on Saturday. Yeah, I don't think it is. I haven't seen anything um, about them having a Friday show. Oh, speaking of New Japan, though, like last week's, or New Japan Strong, last week's show, fucking oh, Brody yeah. pinned Kenta. So I don't, that's an interesting choice. Kawaii Club. Like, I'm definitely uh, down for a Brody-Kenta match for the briefcase. But Kenta just, is not. <laughs> yeah, Kenta's not. He just wants Moxley. Well, he wants the title, but he mostly just wants the title. But he's definitely campaigning right now to get Moxley. He's just like, I don't give a fuck about this Brody guy on Twitter. But it's going to be interesting how they book that if Brody does end up winning the uh, ROH title. Uh, Impact at 8 on Eastern. Uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis are going to appear. I know a lot of AEW fans are trying to figure out what channel Impact's on and finding out they don't have it. So <laughs> that's a, been an well, Twitch is, like, banned in some countries, so oh, it's... that is true. Fuck. So, yeah, it really Fuck. depends on where you're that at. Sucks. But, uh, yeah, Omega and Callis are going to be on. Josh Alexander is facing Chris Saban. Deanna and Kimberly are facing Taya and Rosemary for as a tournament match for their uh, women's tag tournament. Brian Myers versus TJP. God, that sounds fucking ass. Yeah, the show <laughs> itself is pretty, like, and, bad. Yeah, they, uh, Kenny chose a, an interesting he show to bad, uh, make his appearance like, in Impact. <laughs> interesting okay but uh then you got cody diener versus eric young mm-hmm. with joe dorian i don't want to i gotta make yeah, sure i, I remember say, that every time because it's fucking crazy that dorian's in fucking impact now i mean i'm happy for the guy getting a job but that's just so such a strange fit uh aw on wednesday at eight gonna get a sting promo very exciting mm. mgf versus oc for the ring that fucking confused me on wednesday because they ended the battle royale with two people still left and i was like wait what I don't know if they did that last year. Maybe I'm just stupid, but I was got... No, I'm pretty sure MJF just won the whole thing. No, they're, this is like for the ring. I know, but last year. Oh, last year, yeah. Yeah, I think, this yeah. time, yeah, it's for the That's ring. why I was so confused when they ended the match when OC and They didn't MJF actually were... state that before. It was like, once it got to that, they were like, oh yeah, whoever wins this gets a chance for the ring. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Bucks versus TH2 in a non-title match. Uh, they're doing some inner circle angle because uh, everything that happened Wait, during the Bucks versus TH2 was actually a title match, or am I dumb? I think it's not a title match, but basically uh, they're gonna they're just saying I think they're just saying like me. oh they don't deserve a title shot yet or something I don't know, but 
uh, yeah, like I said, inner circle angle because of everything that happened in the Battle Royale. Uh, Abaddon versus uh, a mystery opponent so far. Uh, FTR versus the Varsity Blondes. And uh, Archer and Lucha Bros versus Eddie and the Butcher and the Blade, so. Pac dead already. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with Pac right now. Pac, whatever. Bring him back eventually. I don't care. <laughs> uh, NXT on, at 8 on Wednesday. War Games Fallout, nothing announced. MLW uh, actually has a good looking card this week, I think. Might actually finally check it out since the first night. Uh, Wednesday at 8 on YouTube. Got Calvin Tankman versus Enchi. That should be pretty that should good. Be pretty good. Uh, Simon Grimm and Fatou are challenging the Von Erics for the tag titles. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, Violence is Forever having their debut match. Yes. Which kind of, I forgot that fucking uh, Koo got signed during the pandemic. I know. Because it feels like. kind of like just the, it's like, oh, okay, he got signed and then nothing else. <laughs> yeah. And it's like Green has been around, obviously, but it's like, it just feels like Violence is Forever has been in there as a tag team already, but. Right? Nope. Uh, getting Richard Holiday versus Loki in the Opera Cup semifinals match. Uh, some Hammerstone interview and then uh, Selena De La Renta stuff, whatever they're doing with her. I don't, I don't know. But uh, there's a couple matches on there. I'm kind of interested in checking out, so I might actually watch it finally because I have not watched it since the uh, return. But uh, that's everything that's airing. So let's get into our uh, coverage of all the tournaments going on right now. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with the best Super Juniors. Uh, go through the final point totals real quick. Uh, Taguchi ended at 8 points. Master Wato ended at 8 points. Sho ended at 12 points. Uh, Robbie Eagles at 8. Uh, Hromu at 14, winning his winning Woo-hoo! his entry. Yeah. Bushi at 8. Despi at 14 also. <laughs> Uemura at 0. Oh, yeah. Doki at 4. Got his second win, baby. I was really excited for that. And uh, Taiji Shimori at 14, but since he lost to both Hiromu and Despi, he obviously couldn't make it to the finals. <laughs> uh, night 7, real quick. We'll go through nights one, 7 and 8, and then talk about night 9, which is the final night. Uh, night 7 had uh, Uemura and Doki. Uh, Doki picks up his first win here. Another solid performance from both guys, but uh, nothing really to see. I realize I didn't take notes on, <laughs> but I mean it is fine, I guess. Uh, Taguchi and Eagles was also fine, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Taguchi's just Taguchi's just not doing anything for me still at, up to that point. I like was he eventually, I remember this one, he eventually yeah. got to a good match, but yeah, just him majority of the tournament just did nothing for me. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I definitely remember this one, and it just was kind of like it 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 was just there. I don't know. Like we've kind of talked about, I guess he just kind of works better with others, but I don't know. It just didn't really click with me, this tournament. Uh, Bushi and Wato, uh, it wasn't terrible, I guess. Uh, like it's that's, just, that's actually positive. So. Yeah, like it's not, it wasn't really exciting at all, and I'm, like, really the only thing was, I was surprising that Bushi got the win there, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, seeing how the points, I guess, it, well, I don't know, Wato could have finished at 10. I don't know why they had Bushi beat him, but it is, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's whatever. But, yeah, the match was, you yeah. know. Uh, again, match was just... It was there. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I think the most surprising thing out of it was just Bushi getting the win, but whatever, I guess. Uh, Ishimori and Despi was a semi-main, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, some of Despi's best selling was, like, some of his, um, oh, his selling was kind of, like, overdramatic with him screaming, <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Not, but um, If it's not Osprey screaming, then it's still, yeah. But uh, as a whole, it was, like, Ishimori's best match since the Hiromu mm-hmm. and one of Despi's better all-tournaments, so I definitely really enjoyed that match. 
Yeah, I, this one was good. I remember that for sure. <laughs> but yeah, some of his screaming was kind of like, okay, I get it, buddy. But yeah, overall, I thought this was a pretty good match. Uh, thought Hormu and Show was that was the main event. I thought it was pretty good, but uh, people like people this are, more than people are overhyping this like shit, man. I've seen some people say it's like their second favorite match of the tournament. And I'm just like, no. I don't know, but like uh, Show reversing the sunset flip power bomb into an armbar on the apron was pretty cool, but. Show's moveset isn't the most exciting, and I don't think they did enough to keep me keep the full 25 minutes interesting enough. Like, it's probably definitely one... Too long. Yeah, and it's like... Flip some time. It was definitely, like, one of Show's better matches, Mm. but this performance this year hasn't been lighting my world on fire. And beating Hiromu is his biggest win of his career, and I didn't feel like the match really befitted that, but, I don't know, it was decent. I wish they cut, like, five minutes off of this, because I think 25 was a little too long, because there were definitely some spots where you could tell it was just, like, more so filling time, I guess. But um, the match overall was it was fine. Not my favorite Hiromu match by far, but probably definitely um, one of the show's better matches. But that still doesn't say a whole lot when most of the tournament I've just thought he's been okay and floating along the line of just fine, I guess. Uh, night eight though, that was where it really got a good, really got good. I really love this night of best super juniors. Definitely I the be- not best take one. Notes on this either. <laughs> I just didn't care. This is like, I've seen some people say, and I kind of agree with them, that this is really like the one of the nights where it actually felt like an old best super junior night. Like, everything clicked on all cylinders, really. Started off with Uemura and Sho, and this was just really fucking good. The crowd was going nuts for Uemura, which ruled. Sho was pretty much good playing the prick here. I wouldn't mind seeing him, like, more of this from him. Honestly, this was, like, Sho's best match of the tournament for me. (laughs) Of course it fucking was. Uemura uh, made him work a little bit. But, um, yeah, this was pretty good. I remember this one, too. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just take any fucking notes for these other nights. I'd, whatever. But, um, yeah. I, even though Uemura um, obviously finished with zero, I don't think his point total reflects how good he's actually been. But that, you could say that for quite a few people, but at least definitely him. I think he's been one of the highlights of the tournament overall. Um, and this is, this is always one of the times I wish New Japan would break from the formula, like their standard formula, I guess, and let one of the, uh, Young Lions get a win. Uh, next match was, uh, Doki and Bushi, which was all right. Uh, highlight really was the start of the match where Bushi hit a fucking springboard Rana to the outside. That was crazy. Uh, Doki continues to, uh, be great this tournament. And, uh, Bushi had, like, one of his better performances here. Like, it wasn't anything crazy, but it was definitely, uh, a highlight of Bushi's tournament. Doki brought his uh, working boots on for um for Bushi for all people, but I mean Bushi did pretty well too. So there's that. So can't can't really complain about it when um both of them were working well. Uh, Despy and Robbie was really good, but I don't have any huge takeaway from it. Really, like there wasn't anything that like stood out. I guess yeah, it's just it's like just good. Yeah, yeah, was, expect just as good as I expect from these two. Like <laughs> obviously they could have done better, but I still enjoyed it. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, semi-main was Ishimori and Wato, and it was fucking, fucking incredible. Oh like, easily Wato's best match of his career up to this point, and Ishimori's best match since night one. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I, I almost kind of prefer it to the Romu match night one, but it depends, I guess. But easily um, one of the highlights of Ishimori's tour, and like I said, pretty much Wato's best match of his career that I've seen. I guess Wato was one of the guys that Ishimori was going to uh... – work his boots off for because um this was a really good match 
It's really funny, though, because I didn't really see a whole lot of people talk about this match, though, afterwards. I was like, is it because Wado actually did really well here? So it's, so it's like, uh, kind of hard to compliment him, I guess. I don't know. But honestly, I thought the match was just really, really, really good. Um, I'm trying to think if I prefer Ishimori and Hiromu or Wado and Ishimori. Um... I think I think this one flowed a little bit better than Hiromu and uh, Ishibori, but they're both really good. So whichever one you like better is is your choice. <laughs> and the uh, main event was Hiromu facing Suguchi, and I thought it was a really great match too. Uh, not as great as Ishimori and Wato, but it was still really great. Uh, started off silly with the two dancing in the ring, and ended with the two just slapping the shit out of each other. It was. It was just nice to see uh, Taguchi show up for the first time in this entire tournament. Mm -hmm. This was definitely Taguchi's standout performance of the entire tournament here. I love the the dancing. It was just it was awesome. I always love the silly stuff. But uh, no, they both um they both really killed it in this match. So definitely an enjoyable way to end the show. And then finally, we have the uh, night nine, the uh, final night of the tournament. Uh, we're gonna go through the best super juniors first, and then go through the tag league. I'm because I that's just how I structured it on my thing. But we had uh, Eagles and Omar kick off the show, and uh, thought it was a solid enough match, but uh, not much to say about it. Like I'm glad Robbie picked up another win, so he ended up with like eight points in the end. But yeah, it was a solid opener. I was gonna say um, it was a fine match, nothing to really rave on about, but decent way to kick off the show. Um, I don't know, we didn't bring it up, but I don't know if anyone had seen tweets from Robbie about his dad being in the hospital. Um, so I was just hoping that he was doing okay, because like, I think the night, it was either the night before he tweeted that, and I was like, God bless you, man, because there's no way I could um, I could be wrestling knowing my dad's in the hospital. Yes, it had already reached its goal, but I think you can still donate to okay, it. Okay, cool. Because I know a lot, like a ton, like even like it a, got, it, yeah, a ton it of wrestlers were like retweeting it and stuff, and you can even like I think you can look and see who donated, and like a ton of wrestlers donated. Like uh, I saw Jeff Cobb put some money in. Uh, cool. Romu donated some money. Uh, I think a couple wrestlers did it anonymously. So there's oh yeah, there's always a yeah, yeah yeah the company seems to really enjoy like him, so that's good. I'm like I'm really happy they're able to help his dad out. Mm. Uh, I'll just go through it in order, actually. Eh, it's whatever. Actually, let's just... If you just want to do it, this way, it's Super Juniors. <laughs> uh, next Super Juniors match was uh, Taguchi and Doki. I thought this was okay. Uh, Taguchi was pretty much right back to just not doing much at all for me after his great match with Romo, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, not much for me. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, again, it was fine. Um... You know what you're going to get into with Taguchi when it comes to lower card matches. And, I mean, it was with Doki, so. I don't want to say, like, Doki was bad or anything, but it's just, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, next match was Hiromu uh, versus Wato. And uh, not as good as a performance from Wato as his match the previous night with Ishimori, but I still thought it was a pretty good performance from him here. I think he's kind of, like, finally <laughs> starting to figure it out. Get his confidence, but uh, watch him wrong and he shits the bed next big shot he gets. <laughs> but we'll see. But, uh, no, this was pretty good. Uh, definitely one of Watson's better matches of the tournament, but one of Hiromu's, like, lesser matches of the tournament, unfortunately. But I like if this story here is Watto can't win the big ones because he's too busy trying to add Tenzon moves in his arsenal and fucking mm -hmm. them up all the time. Like, he's going for, like, the uh, DD, like, whatever that Tenzon uh, tombstone is. Yeah, I, I forgot what it's, like, DTT, it right I think, or something like that. But, yeah, he went for it again here and couldn't hit it, and then 
I loved Hiromu's like mocking his the Mongolian chops with this flan his hands around everywhere and then hitting it like he always does that. Yeah. <laughs> I think even like oh night eight before this match he was saying like oh he's gonna beat Tenzon tomorrow because yes. he's they're, they're just shitting on Owato for how he's acting like a Tenzon cosplayer right now. I think even like Deathy made fun of him for it. Oh my god! But poor baby. Yeah. Either way, match was pretty good. I would say pretty solid match. Um, I like the beginning because it came out pretty hot, but unfortunately there was a little bit of a slip up. Um, still don't really know what happened there, but obviously if you watch it, you'll see it. But yeah, I think overall the match was solid enough. Um, like you said, kind of it was a step down in from a Wado performance from the Ishimori match, but um, that's okay. It was still, I think it was still solid enough, but. I think down the line, if um, Hiromu and Wado face off again, it'll hopefully be a lot better. Let me not eat my fucking words either. And uh, some I mean, for in the last uh, Best Super Juniors match was uh, Death Beat versus Boots. Wait, I'm, I actually skipped it. Never mind. <laughs> I, was say I, don't, I don't know much to say about it anyway, so I can just get that through here. Uh, forgot one match. Uh, Ishimori and Sho. Uh, match was fine. Thank God Sho lost. Uh, them driving or them doing a pow, pow driver apron spot two minutes into the match and then just having a normal match afterwards was pretty funny and it's kind of a funny too because we're going to talk about a show later where the match had a same apron uh pile driver but the other guy sold it like death and it kind of was like 20 minutes into the match instead of two minutes in and then they pretend it didn't happen basically yeah but we're in a pick but I don't, I don't know but show like like acting all sad after he lost is kind of funny like, at least but I don't know. I'm just happy show is not in the finals because that was like something I was worried about. But even though I know for some reason some people want it, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Match is fine. Always laugh when they went they wanted show in the finals, but I'm like, didn't y'all want him to go to heavyweight or some bullshit? But that's a different topic. He for... just needs to go to heavyweight, honestly. Like I really think he does, but that, that that's a different topic, and I don't want to get into that anyways. But um, yeah, the match here didn't do anything for me like at all. I was just kind of bored throughout, so, um, yeah, very happy that Ishimori won as it kept, um, Hiromu alive, so, can't complain too much there. Well, I think Hiromu would have been alive even if Ishimori won, but, won, but it would have been if Bushi, oh, if Bushi beat, beat Despi, Despi, then it would have been Hiromu show finals. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm honestly kind of surprised they didn't go that route because... That's why I was worried when I saw Despi and Bushi was, um... Like, the top for uh, Best of Super Juniors, because I was like, oh, shit, is this going to be an upset? Yeah, this is, like, the way it played out. It ended up being, instead of Sho needing Bushi to win to go to the finals, mm. or no, no, wait, that was B. <laughs> Hiromu, Hiromu needing Bushi to beat Despi to go to the finals. It was right. instead Ishimori needing Bushi to beat Despi to go to the finals. But, I don't know. Speaking of them, uh, Despi and Bushi, uh, I thought it was kind of a disappointing match to end the tour with, but given the Best Super Junior matches on the show... It was, might as well have been the semi main. Like, Wato Hiromu was, like, the only one that made sense as semi main if Wato was alive. And that would have been, like, the. That, that's the match I thought was going to be the last match. But uh, I guess Ishimori show could have been, but I prefer this over, one over that. But yeah, match was okay. Not anything crazy. Like, I think this is, like, one of the weaker best Super Junior nights, honestly. Um, I don't think I really have to say much because all the fucking notes I took for this was, uh, Despi versus Hiromu finals, baby. Let's fucking go. <laughs> But uh, as I said, this show was a double night for both tournaments. Oh, God. So we can go through World Tag League a little I'm bit. I'm sorry. 
so I haven't really watched any of it. I'm not going back and watching it either. There's, so. there's a couple matches I'm still planning to go back and see, but nope. uh, World Tag League Finals, uh, as I said at the top, uh, Finjuice and God are your uh, finalists. Go through the uh, points here real quick. Uh, Henna Race, we're at two. Damn, they really only got one win. That's crazy. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, because it's but it's still. Uh, Finjuice are at 12. Uh, Goto Hashi are at 10. Ishii and Yano are at 10. Takagi and Sonata are at 10. Uh, Techers are at 12. But don't get in because I think Juice, Finjuice and Tom, or G.O.D. both beat them. Uh, G.O.D. are at 12. Evil and Yujiro are at 6. Folly and Chase are at 6. And Empire were at 10. But yeah, Night 9... Uh, first tournament match that's will be pretty quick. So I don't have much to say about yeah, any of this, this except for one match. But uh, kicked off with Folly and Chase versus Evil and Yujiro, and I didn't watch it because I was downstairs picking up food. But it was like three minutes, so who cares? Um, uh, God and Henrace, uh, another like it was like five minutes long, so there's not much to say about it either. Like God attacked them before the bell and yeah. kind of had a match, and then it's just weird that uh, fucking Tama pinned or submitted, submitted Tanashi. Him, yeah, like that's fucking weird, but. Like, huh? I know that that pissed off a lot of people, a lot of Tanahashi fans. Uh, I know Dave Meltzer was fucking complaining about that on fucking his podcast. Y'all need to realize Tana ain't a top guy anymore. Like hit that. Pretty that, much though, I'm like, that, he's still like, you know, people are still super excited to see him, but yeah, he's kind of gonna have to start being phased out here soon. So he's he can art, still like, put on good, like good shit, but it's just yeah i mean he's already phased out i think honestly damn bro he said he's already gone like he's still a guy you can have challenge for the title main event shows all that kind of stuff oh for sure he'd be a perfect guy for the ic title if it wasn't fucking locked up with naito again but yeah his days as iwgp champ and being a featured guy like it's it's done like i'm sorry if that hurts tanaji fans feelings but he's on the way out someone's gonna be mad (laughs) and i think he can still go to that level it's just i'm they're clearly downgrading him a little bit to be still an important guy in the company, just not... Probably fucking good for him, too. Yeah, like... Let his knees rest a little bit. Shit. Damn. Like, if I was making a top... Like he's a top five guy right now, but if I was gonna make it, like... Ugh. What's, like, the Wrestle Kingdom poster that everyone's been going around? Like, Jay, Jay, Naito, Tana... Ibushi. Shibushi. Wait, who else? Am I forgetting that? someone? Shit. Jay? Did I say Jay? Yeah. Naito, Jay, Ibushi, Tana. Okada. Okada. I, I forgot Okada. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's Holy how shit. irrelevant Okada's been this year, to be honest. So, oof. But yeah, if That's you're um, good. kicking this back to a typical, um, usual, like, big four kind of discussion, I'd kick Tana out, honestly. Honestly, I don't think Ibushi's really a top guy either yet, but we'll see if he actually wins People the belt. People act like he's supposed to be a top guy, but I'm just like... If he wins the belt, I think he will be, but... If he wins the belt, yeah. But I'm it's like, not, I just don't want him to. I'm not fully honest. convinced that he's going to. Yeah. Well, I thought if he, if he was going to win the belt, it would be uh, next year, like, New Beginning or Dominion or something, yeah. like, beat 904 there. I, I, I don't know. This don't whole know. Wrestling build doesn't... This is a, completely sidetracked. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, the match was whatever. Uh, Empire versus LIJ. Uh, felt like five years since I've seen my boy Oka, so that was nice to see him finally. And I thought the match was pretty good. I would have preferred if Oka got the pin over in, on Chingo over Cobb. But, oh, well, I guess uh, we're getting a Cobb and Shingo never match. Maybe at Wrestle Kingdom or something. But uh, Tuckers versus Ishii and Yano. I enjoyed this one a lot, but, I mean, it's Tuckers. So I'm going to usually enjoy their matches. They've been, like, mm-hmm. one of the better tag teams this year. The real golden lovers at the yeah. end. 
I love how they just like <laughs> hug every time they win a match. Taichi's so cute. He goes in for like the biggest fucking hugs, and it's I don't know. It's just adorable. I love it. Yeah, maybe supposed to be heels, but how am I supposed to fucking? Yeah, how am I supposed to hate guys, when they man? do that? And uh, main event was uh, Finjuice versus Goto Hashi. And if you're gonna watch anything from this show, I think it's this because it was just fucking great. I really don't know what has gotten into Yoshihashi since COVID started, but he has been great during this clap crowd era and. It's a shame uh, Godohashi lost here because I've been really enjoying them as a tag team. Mm-hmm. But they made Finjuice look like a million bucks and strong contenders to win the whole thing. So they did their job well. So I thought the match was fucking great. Yeah, this was a really, really, actually really good way to end um, the night overall. So can't complain, even though I do wish Yoshi, you know, Yoshihashi and Goto had won. But it is what it is. They're setting up the whole Finn Juice and G.O.D. rematch, which I'm like, okay, I don't care that much, to be honest, but, sir, um, because that doesn't really matter because Techers are going to beat whoever they even face. Yeah, I think Techers are going to re- retain the Wrestle Kingdom regardless, yeah, so but. there's that, but, I mean, fun match at least, but. Yeah, and I think I heard good things about Finn Juice and Techers during World Tag League, so hopefully their title match yeah. is good. Hopefully they don't turn it into some three-way schmods, but it won't surprise me if they do. Because uh, God, I hate that shit. I'll say both of them did pin uh, Techers during tag league, so they could always say like, "Oh, well, I pinned the champion, so give me in or something." But we'll see, I guess. But uh, last tournament before we get—well, not even really last tournament, but the next tournament, I should say. Uh, Dio Grand Prix. Uh, go through the standings real quick. As of uh, December seventh, uh, what well, December sixth, technically, but whatever. Uh, Kosuke Takashita sitting at 6 points Harashima is in the lead at 7 points Daisuke Sasaki is out obviously uh, Yukio Sakaguchi is at 6 points Akito is at 5 points Miles at 4 points uh, Chris Brooks is at 6 points The only guys currently alive are Takashita, Harashima, Sakaguchi, and Chris But basically Harashima wins He wins <laughs> Every, Everyone else needs other like, different tiebreakers and shit to happen So it's really anyone's game, really, I think. It's very up in the air right now. Both of them, really. Yeah. Yeah. B-Block. Uh, what the fuck? Wait. <laughs> uh, Tetsuya Endo is at seven points. Huguchi? Kazusada Gucci's at seven points. Uh, uh, Summit Scal's at six. Oeno's at six. And Akiyama's at six. Does that Oishi's at two and Shuma's at two? I- yes. I'm pretty sure. If not, but, you just said it. Well, so. said it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, right now, uh, Endo is in, Higuchi are in the lead. Technically, Endo's in the lead, I think. Technically, yeah, technically, wait. How would that work if they They drew? might do a playoff match if they both win their okay, matches. that makes sense. Yeah, I was just like, wait a minute. They they drew, so. But yeah, my uh, pick of uh, Takashita Akiyama final it's... doesn't seem like it's likely, but it could still happen. Like, Who is he? Uh, he faces uh, Endo faces Oishi twelve twelve yeah. Well, some of the faces. Some of faces Shuma. So yeah. that. Yeah, some of these are like it's really. These are very iffy. There's gonna be some interesting tiebreakers, I think, for sure. Ooh, Wano faces Akiyama. Okay. But there's a lot of things that could go on. I yeah. I, have, I have no idea who's gonna win this now. No clue, and I still hope it isn't Endo. <laughs> Sorry, Endo. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Go, Gucci. But uh, we're only going to talk about Night 5 because we didn't get a chance to watch Night yeah. 6 yet. But uh, Night 5 was, it was a pretty good show. Like, one of the better ones mm. they've had so far since mm-hmm. Night 1. Um, first match was Ueno and Oishi. And a uh, pretty good match, I suppose. But I definitely not must see. I surprised they kicked off the show with a match this long, to be honest. Like, I kept expecting it to end any minute because I figured it would have <laughs> been 10. 
and I didn't really look oh, at the yeah, times. Oh, yeah, you didn't know the times, yeah, because I was like, yeah, this is going 17, buddy. Yeah, it kept going on. I was like, wait, how's this still going on? Like, it wasn't bad or anything. I enjoyed it, but I was so confused. I'm so used to these opening matches being, like, mm, seven, same. eight minutes or whatever. I was going to say, um, pretty good match. Uh, like you said, it was really weird that it went 17, but it didn't feel that long at all. Um, Oishi kept Ueno grounded for the most part. Um, that's really the gist of it. But, I mean, you know, Ueno obviously started to fly a little bit. But, yeah, pretty pretty good match to start the night. Uh, next tournament match was Higuchi facing Shinma. Shinma won, so, of course, the match rolled. But, uh, joking aside, I did really enjoy this one. Ten kept, stars. It kept it short, and Higuchi stayed strong because Shuma had a cheat to beat him. Like, fucking wrapped him up in fucking tape underneath the ring. Beautiful. Oh, okay, that was great. You know, as I say, Shuma coming out in the old DNA gear for some mind tricks. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I was like, <laughs> come on, boy. <laughs> He's such a troll. But, yeah, definitely, I, I like this one a lot, too. But, of course, these are, like, two of my other favorite guys in the company. So, not really surprised. Um, little sneaky, sneaky Shuma cheating to win i see you uh next match was akiyama versus soma and uh this one was, was kind of just there until the end when akiyama just brained the man repeatedly with the metal pan and won like i was just like oh i don't care about this match at all and like, i was like checked out and then they fucking brought out the pans and started killing each other with the fucking like akiyama fucking away, killed it. i was fucking freaking out because i was like wait a minute what the fuck is going on oh my god that that end of that match was fucking amazing at least like the rest of it was whatever That's literally but, all you need to see yeah, is just, just them yeah, hitting just, the fuck out of each other yeah so if you don't want to watch the match at least go find a gift for this them yes. just fucking beating the shit out of each other with fucking metal pans yeah. i was gonna say i'm in the same boat the whole fucking them hitting each other with the metal cans tins whatever was just fucking insane it was just fucking hilarious obviously the best part of the match so um yeah if you can find a gif of that just just watch that uh semi-main was harashima versus yukio and uh that was a really good match but i think it kind of just really depends entirely on if you like that like style that of match style, yep. but i really dug it like i enjoyed all the mat wrestling it's just if you if you're not really a fan of that whole mat technical based wrestling it probably won't be you probably won't enjoy it as much as i did but i really dug it yeah like you said this is legit pretty much all like mostly groundwork and uh all that stuff but i enjoyed it just because um, knowing they're both so good at that, so they made it enjoyable. And then the uh, main event was Takashita versus Mao, and I thought it was one of the better matches of the tournament. Uh, not saying much considering the tournament thus far, but it's easily a top five match oh, yeah. of the tournament so far because, I mean, uh, I guess we could talk about a little quick overall thoughts of the tournament. It's like, I don't think it's been that good. It's been okay. Like, some nights have, like, some good stuff, but then other nights you're just kind of like, ugh. Yeah, like, there's okay. definitely... Um, Good, good to great stuff in here thrown in here and there, but mostly I think it's like one of the more disappointing uh, Turn, yeah. uh, singles tournaments of the year. Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, talk about night six real quick. We didn't watch it yet, but it had uh, Takashita versus uh, Sakaguchi. I heard this was really good, so hopefully. Mm, I have to check that one out. Uh, at Akido versus Harashima. Uh, it sounded more like a map base match, just like uh, Harashima and Yukio was, and I've heard mixings about it, so we'll see. Uh, I'll check it out eventually. Uh, Ueno versus Shunma. Had Endo versus Soma. Endo's first loss of the tournament is fucking crazy that it's to Takashi or to Soma. I can't believe that. And I like how Soma was trying to like bully him because he beat him and. Takaku. And then uh, main event was Higuchi beating Nakayama in five minutes, so of course that fucking rolled. At, at four something. Oh four, yeah. We are getting under that. We're getting under five minutes. I think I, I think I saw someone like pulled it up and it's like, that was Akiyama's third quickest defeat in a singles match. 
Jabu Gucci. I don't think you really had a shot since some of the ones were like 30 seconds. I think one of them oh, was. well, okay. <laughs> All right, well. No. <laughs> but uh, that's Dio, so let's talk about the uh, Real World Tag League finals, and uh, yeah. I'll talk a little bit about uh, Night 6 and 7, but we're mostly going to discuss the finals, which uh, took place today. Yeah, you can talk about that, because I don't have any idea. <laughs> uh, night 6 from uh, no- December 4th. Uh, I don't think there's anything must-see other than the main event, which had uh, Next Dream defeating Violence Giants. Uh, Next Dream was kind of like building up the resume for the tournament in the back half. I think they had a really good back half of the tour. Uh, other matches on that show were uh, Saitatsu versus Purple Haze, ECW versus Infants, and Jin versus Big Japan. Uh, Night 7 was December 5th. I uh, had some decent stuff here. Uh, Next Dream versus Purple Haze was pretty good. Next, like I said, Next Dream had a really good back half of the tournament, especially the finals. Uh, it also had a good main event between Infants and Jin. I don't think it was as good as the Infants Jin match from the TV era, but still pretty good. And then the other tournament matches on that show were uh, Big Japan versus Saitatsu. And ECW versus Violence Giants. But uh, finally, let's get into the uh, final night of the show, of the tour. Night 8 from December 7th. Uh, opener was uh, Takao Mori, Black Mental Ray, and Atsuki Aoyagi defeating Yusuke Okada, Chikara, and Takayuki Oeki in 823. And uh, Okada's just going full comedy gimmick now that he's teamed with Oeki. Uh, this kid's just never going to get a push now. <laughs> but, uh,. At least we still have one up-and-coming junior in Otsuki to uh, keep an eye on if they just aren't going to do anything with Okada ever again, which seems to be the case. But that was a pretty fine opener. Uh, Chikara just yelling at Omori was great. That was, like, the one thing I really remember about the match. But that's a pretty decent opener. I mean, it was an all-Japan opener. I mean, what else? What, what are you really asking for? I was going to say, match was fine for an opener. I mean, literally, like you said, I don't really know what you expected here, but yeah. Um, <laughs> poor Okada, I just literally now has the full-blown comedy gimmick going on. This man ain't winning ever fucking again in his company yeah. <laughs> until Shuji is not <laughs> booking this shit or whoever it is, but, uh, yeah, it, um, it was a fine opener, but, yeah, um, just also wanted to say happy birthday to Atsuki, little 21-year-old child, um, <laughs> With his new blonde hair. But, um, yeah, that's really all I got from this. Man, Okada is such a geek now, man. I, start, I hate I, it because I really like Okada. He's a fucking great wrestler, but he I'm just is, like... that's the problem. I just don't know what they're doing with him anymore. They don't either. Uh, next match, Hokuto Mori, Koji Doi, and Yusuke Kodama defeated Masanobu Fuji, Mitsuya Nagai, and Ryuki Honda in 72. <laughs> and I uh, don't got much to, one, much to say about this one, to be honest. It had happened. Uh, Honda and Hokuto were pretty good together, at least, but... And I don't really like Doi's new blonde hair. It's weird. I, yeah, it's just so weird. It's because, like, I don't like it either. And I think it's because he still has, like, most of his underpart. It's still dark. And I don't like that. It throws me off, so... But anyways, that's not the important part here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought the match was just... It was okay. Um, yeah, there's not much else to say there. Uh, next match was Hikaru Sato, Dan Tamura, and Osamu Nishimura defeating Ryuji Hichikata, Francesco Akira, and Rising Hayato in 854. Uh, that was a pretty solid match. I always enjoy Ryuji Hichikata killing young wrestlers, so uh, him facing Tamura was a highlight, of, one of the highlights of the match for me, for sure. Akira hit this like ridiculous dive to the outside later, like late in the match, wiping out everyone, uh, setting it up for Sato and Hayato to be left alone, leading to a really great closing stretch mm-hmm. from those two. Like that's 
that was honestly the highlight of the match. Yep, for me yeah, there. pretty easily the highlight of the match. Like they they worked really well together. A lot of flash pins and that stuff like that. And yeah, it's really enjoyable. Yeah, definitely solid match. And um, just like you said, if at least for me, I think the highlight of the match was definitely that closing stretch with uh Sato and Haido. They were just going fucking crazy in the last. I don't know, however many minutes, but it was still really, really. Was it two, really, minutes, like was it two minutes? Yeah, I didn't think it was like. I mean, it's like a nine minutes. Ah, uh, yeah, so exactly. Like... So, but yeah, just really, really solid stuff before starting um the last bit of World Tag League or Real World Tag League. It was like right after this is where we got the whole announcement about the Amazon Prime yeah. show and all that, and. So you can probably just. Skip you can skip that. it. Honestly, skip it because it it I was very it was very long. It like, was. If you were watching this live, I feel bad for you because Oh that, my god, I would have been passed out. Bro. They took forever doing that whole angle or whatever the fuck they're no, doing. I didn't know what that was. But, but uh, whatever. But let's get into the last of the Real World Tag League. Uh Tajiri and Masada Tanaka defeated Purple Haze, Izanagi and Shigehiro Irie at nine forty one and it was very hard to focus on this early on to be honest. Like I can't say it was bad, but it just really struggled to keep my interest. I did really like the stuff with Tanaka and Irie at least. Especially really started to like it once they brought out the table. Irie set it up for him to do a cannonball in the corner on Tanaka through the table. But Tajiri like swiped his leg with a kendo stick to trip him. Then Tanaka hit a uh, splash through the table on Irie to the outside. And then ECW just beat the shit out of Izanagi with a piece of a table and a kendo stick. That ruled. And then uh, finish came with uh, Tanaka hitting a sliding D on Izanagi for the win. Um, I actually missed most of it, but I saw, like, the whole weapons, like, stuff at the end, so that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I would say, really, it's just them... I think fuck, it was just that. It's them hitting the fu- fuck out of fucking Izanagi with the yeah. table part. <laughs> like, you've heard that shit, like, echo through Corkin. I was like... Dude, he was dead. Yeah, Tanaka did not hold, hold back no. with that fucking table shot. But, more importantly, after the match, uh, Hokuto and Doi came out and attacked Purple Haze, and, uh, Hokuto amassed, uh, Izanagi, and then Doi pantsed him. <laughs> And I guess they're challenging for the all-age tag titles once he's back, but that's so weird. <laughs> like, I loved it, but it's just like, do- it really just doi panting Izanagi just got me. I don't know wh- <laughs> what it was about it. That was, I, I still want to know why he did it. I literally don't know why he pantsed him for. Uh, next match was uh, also Real World Tag League. Yoshitatsu and Roji Sai defeated Enfants. Uh, Shotaro Oshino Kumarashi in 11.02. And, man, fucking Enfants looks so depressed, like, upset. I, I, I don't know what the expression was, but they seem just done with it all. Uh, they look like how people think Sasha Banks looks like when she's about to take an owl. But I can't even get mad about their booking anymore, personally. Like, I'm just glad my boys are acting like they're fed up with it now, too, because they just did not look happy at all before this match. And uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty good match. Uh, I kind of wish they had gotten more time, but I get why they didn't, because it's, like, one of the earlier matches of the tournament stuff. But... I uh, felt like it was really just getting going once uh, Tatsu hit the codebreaker for the win. I thought that ha- they definitely had like another minute or two left in them and could have made it an even better match, but overall pretty good. Yeah, their facial expressions absolutely fucking killed me when they came out because I was like, uh, if Ashino's face just gave it away anymore. <laughs> Kuma's wasn't as bad until he got in the ring, and then I was like, oh shit, his face is bad too. If I was watching that live, I would have fucking known. I'd be like, hell yeah, they ain't winning this, even though I knew they probably were yeah, going to win anyway. anyway so. <laughs> but at least overall, the match itself was um, it's pretty good. Um, it's always good to see Infons actually get some fucking offense in, but, you know, wish they got some more time, but still. 
uh, so good match, and blah, blah, blah. Infant's actually putting on good matches, but then they fucking lose everything. Uh, yeah. We all know how the story goes with them now, so. Yeah, I, I, I knew they were going to lose all out after they got to 6-0. and oh. yeah. Or 6, six points. I wish they were 6-0. Six six oh. after, after they got to 6 points, I was like, they're going to lose everything else now. Yep. And, uh, just as I expected. Uh, semi-main was uh, Violence Giants, Suwama and Ishikawa. Defeating must uh, be defeating uh, Daisuke Sakamoto and Abdullah Kobayashi by ref stoppage in fourteen twenty seven. Uh, typical power moves you'd expect in a match with these guys. Abby bled like crazy, and those head spot spots him and Ishikawa oh, were doing were fucking disgusting. gross. It was great, but uh, Sakamoto and Ishikawa beating the shit out of each other was really great. Abby had a couple good runs in the match, and it really ended up being a good match by the end of it. I love Sakamoto just like hugging Abby after they lost, and Abby just being so upset that he threw himself on the ground. <laughs> but yeah, it was like a decent main event, or not, not main event, like, decent oh. uh, semi-main. I'll say yeah, definitely decent semi-main. But the headbutts got to me. I was just like, holy fuck! They were just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I was like, I don't know how the fuck either of y'all didn't pass out, but they somehow kept going, and both of them were bleeding. So. If that tells you something. But, um, yeah, just like you said, kind of what you expected. Definitely a lot of, you know, it's just a bunch of big guy doing, big guys doing real big guy shit. So, that means it was pretty good. So, there you go. I say, Abby's face was, like, covered in blood by Dude, the end of that match, man. he was fucking soaked. Uh, then the semi, or the main event, Real World Tag League Finals. Uh, next stream, Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi defeated... Jin, Jake Lee, and Koji Wamoto in 28-34. Uh, even without being spoiled, I would not have believed Jin had a chance to win here. As soon as I knew it was the finals, I, it was obvious next stream was going to win it. But I had predicted that they were going to win anyway, so that came out down to this. Is, at least they ended up coming down to a really good match. A really good matchup. Uh, hopefully they win the belt, and this is a way to keep Kento away from the title a little longer. Heat up the tag division a little bit. But it is also a little too easy for them to just have next stream win the belts as a device to get Kento to challenge Suwama. But even on the, re the result, I thought this match was fantastic. Yuma and Jake taunting each other was great to start off the match. Uh, the fighting on the outside was really good. Like Kento straight knocked out Iomoto with a headbutt, which ruled. Uh, Yuma and Jake kept fighting outside while Iomoto and Kento fought in the ring. But then Yuma threw Jake in the barricade and Kento just like flew in out of nowhere with his huge big boot. Uh, I'm really happy Yuma and Jake were the main pairing here because it made the match just a great showcase for Yuma. He looked great in this showcase, which is good since apparently he wants a challenge for the Triple Crown now. So having a match set up like this was a great way to heat him up for it. Uh, Kento and Iwamoto were a great pairing too, though. Really good man wrestling at the start. Later in the match, Iwamoto hit this like crazy dragon screw on the apron, but followed it up with a huge power driver on the apron, leaving Iwamoto dead on the outside. The whole following segment with those two was really great, but then the uh, final... Five-ish closing stretch, five-minute closing stretch with Yuma and Jake was just a great way to end the match. Was uh, one of my favorite tag matches this year, I think. Mm. Uh, the theme of All Japan tournaments this year seems to be middle-of-the-road tournaments, but incredible finals. So, well, other than the junior title match or title tournament, because that was pretty great throughout. But yeah, it seems like uh, All Japan continues the streak of just phenomenal uh, tournament finals. Yeah, this match was just fucking, just absolutely fucking great. Um, Jake was being, he was pretty much being an asshole, but 
You was kind of being an asshole too, but uh, anyways, um, you pretty much said it all. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> you really said it all. But yeah, probably one of the better tag matches from this year from any company. Um, I think my only letdown, at least for me, this is just a part. This is personal for me, but. I just wish Jim won. <laughs> Even though I fucking knew Kento and Yuma were going to win. But I think just the other odd thing I don't really care. Well, I don't want to say I don't care for. Is if Yuma is actually trying to challenge for the Triple Crown title. I'm kind of iffy on that. I'm like, mm, maybe not. But whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm curious when they do that. Honestly. I have no clue. I mean, they could do that for like the big cork and it starts the year but that's not really that's the not title really, match i'd do for that yeah that's not what i do i don't know i was hoping they do jake but okay i don't know we'll see i guess what happens but either way i don't not a whole lot left in all japan's year but this was True. a great way to uh end the year for them for i mean they got the cork and that we're gonna talk about next week oh but, yeah that should be fun too but they don't have anything really major so good way to end the year for them and lastly let's talk about this noah show from uh December 6th. Uh, overall, uh, good show, but really it's a one-match show overall. Like, like overall, like yeah. the main event is obviously the, the match to go out of your way to see. I would check out Keno and Sakuraba as well. But beyond those two matches, I think everything else you can pretty safely skip. But let's go through it all real quick. Uh, opener was Kenya Okada defeating Yasutaka Yano in seven minutes and a uh, fine young boy match, but not much else to it. Yeah, I was going to say it's a fine, fine match. Nothing else really. Uh, this next match was Daisuke Harada, Hatsushi Kotoge, and Junta Miyaki defeating Kongo, Tadasuke, Hao, and Neo in 8.51. Uh, this was decent, but I didn't really leave much of an impression on me. It's just fucking wild that Harada pinned Tadasuke ahead of their title match in a few weeks. Like, I don't really get the point of that, to be honest. Like, I'm sure Harada's just going to win the title match anyway, but you could have afforded to heat up Tadasuke a little bit for this. Like, you couldn't just have him pin Junta or something? Like, I don't know. Or at the very least, just don't pin Tadasuke, but I don't know. Yeah, that was, like, the main takeaway for me from this match was, like, why did Harada pin him already? Like, that's not... <laughs> I don't think that's the best choice here. Um, but I guess so otherwise the match was fine. I don't know. At least it didn't go like twenty plus minutes. Uh next match was Congo, Katsuhika Nakajima, Masakita Mia, and Minabu Soya defeating Full Throttle, Hajime, Ohara, Yohei, and Seki Yoshoka in nine thirteen. This is a weird match to book in general to be this honest. This really was but, very strange, but uh but uh the kick fight between Yoshioka and Nakajima was really good. Yohei starting to get going, or was starting to get going on his bullshit, only for Soya to like break <laughs> his back, which is pretty funny. Uh, Full Throttle seem to be working better as a team lately under the new guidance of their leader Original Hajime. Leader. And uh, at the very least, they're utilizing more tag team maneuvers instead of like each guy just doing their own thing, really. But uh, of course, they had to lose. Uh, but Congo's are lo losers. They can lose it whenever they want. No, but the fuck no, shut up. But no, it's basically like heavyweight versus junior, so juniors are gonna lose. But yeah. Yeah, say it was a decent match, I guess. Yeah, I definitely think the highlight of this one was probably Yoshioka and Nakajima. Um, match was fine. I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it for the most part. So there's that. I just thought it was funny that like 
after Nakajima won the match, he just like up and left. Oh yeah, I forgot. He about literally that. just left. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I'll remember this in the future. Uh, next match was for the IGHC Junior Heavyweight Title or Tag Titles. Uh, Stinger, Yoshinari Ogawa, and Hayata defeated Kotaro Suzuki and Salvaje de Oriente. Thank God I don't <sighs> have to God say, that anymore. say that anymore. But uh, they beat him in 1705. Uh, probably should have assumed uh, some backstage shit was going to happen with Nasawa and his new mass friend coming out to the crowd to watch. But uh, this match was not very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hayata was uh, Hayata was Hayata. Take that as you will. Oriente was sloppy again at points. So you kind of just had Ogawa and Suzuki trying to keep this match together. And they did the best they could, but I did, I just did not get into this at all. Maybe now that Oriente lost his mask and revealed himself to be Susumu, he'll wrestle a little better. The mask might have been like what was causing him the issue. Maybe he's not used to wrestling the mask. I don't know, but hopefully that's what is the issue. And he can, so like what I've enjoyed, like what I've seen of him in Freedoms, I've mostly enjoyed, but it's just ever since he showed up in Noah, it's not been good really. So we'll see, I guess, but he joined Stinger, Suzuki's, and Sugira Gun. I can't wait for the next Junior Shake-Up, which is probably going to happen the next show. <laughs> um, yeah, the match itself was not very good. It somehow ended up feeling longer than the typical, like, GHC Junior Tag title match, which they usually go over 20, so take that as it may. But uh, Yeah, I think I told you when we were watching it, I was like, this is probably like the shortest junior title match in a while like, this year, and yeah. it's like, feels the longest. That was crazy. I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, for, um, I guess I can say his actual name now, Susumu. I hope that, like, I hope him removing the mask is one thing that helps. I just don't know, like, if it could be nerves, too, just because he's moving up to Noah, which is obviously a um, bit of a bigger promotion compared to Freedoms, I guess. But it could have been the mask, too, because I would have been like, I'm not used to this shit. I don't know how I'm going to perform. I can't see. I can't, you know. Well, I think I saw him, like, messing with his mask a couple times during the oh, match. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. he might just not be used to it. It could be that, but now he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. So there we go. Uh, now we get into the business half business. of the card. Uh, GHC national title match. Uh, Keno defeated Kazushi Sakuraba in 10-3. I love this match. Especially the way it started with the two just striking the hell out of each other. Uh, went for some mat work, but then went right into like strikes right after that. I'm glad they kept it short. Pretty much exactly what I wanted from this match going in. And I liked Keno rolling up Sakuraba for the win instead of uh, just beating him definitively. Like, I don't I don't know. That, that stands out to me. I mean, maybe the Sakuraba didn't want to eat a clean pen, but he did eat some clean pins during the N1, so I don't know. I enjoyed the finish, but overall, uh, that was a really good match. I was going to say, I really, really, really liked this match a lot. Um, I was definitely surprised to see the time when I, when we, I guess when we woke up and I was looking at results, I was like, 10.03, what? They only gave them that much time? But anyways. I mean, it makes sense giving them that much time yeah. considering the main event. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know that until I looked down and I was like, oh shit, god damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, I liked the match, like you said good striking and all that good stuff yeah and i don't know if you really want to have a match between these two go that much longer than 10 i know they, they could have given it i mean they could have given they it a couple more minutes but either way tops uh semi-main yeah, uh kaito kiyomiya shuhei tunaguchi daki inaba and yoshiki inamura defeated m's alliance naomichi marafuji keiji mudo masakatsu finaki and yuka miyamoto in 2147 and uh yeah this match kind of just happened but I never expect much from these M's Alliance multi-man tags, to be honest. 
At least we got more uh, Inaba and Marfuji action. So I'm excited for that. Hopefully the, ma- the match will probably suck if they do because it's Marfuji in singles matches. At least Inaba looks fired up. Yeah, but I'm enjoying what they're them going after each other so far. So they got me interested at least so far in... Mm. Really, though, the highlight of the match, fucking Inamura yeeting Miyamoto and then winning the match. Like, that was a highlight of it, which I still don't know why Emza Alliance lost, considering what happens after the main event. Who gives a fuck? But, yeah, uh, match was there. Yeah, so I really, really don't like having these 20-plus minute multi-man tag matches right before another long-ass main event. But I know it's Emza Alliance. I I get it. They want to put them in the semi-main because, you know. Got to put some respect on KG Moon. No, the name. fuck I don't. I don't care about old people. Shut up. <laughs> Especially ones that I don't care about. Let me not say I don't care about old people, but let me say I don't care about Mudo. But that, you know, that, that's another topic we'll bring up here soon. But Damn, I might have to get her divorced now. Since okay. you don't care about Mudo, what the Bye. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it is, then leave. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish this fucking shit, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, the match itself was fine. I think literally the only big takeaway for me was Inamura beating the fuck out of Miyamoto and then actually pinning him. So that was really good shit. So I'll take that. Um, finally, we get to the main event <sighs> for the GFC heavyweight title. Go Shiozaki defeated Takashi Sugura in 51-44. And... Like, the beginning, like, uh, let's go through it from, uh, the jump. One, I really enjoyed the, uh, video package they shot before, they showed before the title match. That was very good. And then, with, um, apparently Sugira decided to change the theme song and him coming out, I was like, I like the beginning portion of the song, like, kind of like, like the instrumental shit, but then, like, once it really got going, I, I'm gonna have to listen to it a few more times to determine if I actually like it or not, but overall, I like the presentation. But I am gonna miss that you too, man. Uh, match started off pretty slow, so you could you could kind of tell they were gonna go long. Not a bad thing though. Like uh, the fucking echo of Ghost Chops on Sugi just sounded so painful. Like I lo- that's one of the things I love about this clap era is like, especially with promotions like Noah where there's like so much striking, you just hear that shit ring out. And boy, that shit was fucking loud for Go today. Uh, not even 15 minutes into the match, uh, Sugi was bleeding from the chest. Uh, great limb work from Sugi throughout, and man's go selling. That that man is just a walking masterclass on arm selling. Around the 20 minute mark, Sugi hit the spear to the outside, which was nuts. And but it was flying by. Like I could not believe when they made that call. <laughs> uh, Sugi tried for a gut wrench suplex on the apron, but go escaped and hit two big chops, only for his legs to get taken out. Then Sugi removed the ring mat and hit a fucking dragon screw on go onto the exposed floor off the apron. Uh, Sugi beat the hell out of him in the corner, and then a superplex, or a suplex into the turnbuckle. Match was match had a few lulls, but the whole match was just the two beating the shit out of each other, trying to wear the other guy down. But it just kept coming back up for more punishment. And uh, I had one of it had one of the best closing stretches yes. I've ever seen. God. And uh, match was just incredible, easy match of the year for me. Go was already my wrestler of the year, but this kind of just solidified it. And I'm not sure how you watch this title reign yeah. and not have yeah. him as your wrestler of the year. I mean, different tastes or whatever, but I don't know. Like he's been I'm had, sorry, but like the only dud he's had this entire reign was against Marfuji, but everything else was fucking great. And four of them were match of the year contenders. Like I'm probably gonna have ten or four, like all four of those matches in my top ten. So yep. you can't ask for much more than that. But this match is just fucking incredible. 
Uh, yeah, I'll start with the video package too, just because I thought that was just um, absolutely fucking incredible. They've done this so well, especially these past few um, packages, but I always think they've done a pretty good job. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how you start with this. This match was just fucking absolutely incredible. And even incredible might be an understatement. I don't really know if I can rave much more about this match, but um, it was just absolutely well-paced from start to finish. Just did not feel like 51 minutes. Um, I was hooked, honestly, the entire time. With the lulls, I think it kind of made sense since they were beating the fuck out of each other. Like, it made sense to me, at least. When they were just kind of chilling, I guess. Yeah, like, a lot of the lulls were, like, mostly just them selling. Like, yeah. doing a, hitting a big move and then I selling later around a little bit. And, like, it worked for the match. It was like, I can get it if you don't like it. But I think it worked for the match here just because they were beating the dog shit out of each other. And I probably would have been like, how are they just moving if they just kept going? But, anyways, um, this is, like, legit match of the fucking year. <laughs> I was kind of going back and forth between that and Nakajima's match. But I think this one edges it out. Um, but it's an absolute must watch from what should be this year's wrestler of the year go. And also, you know, Sugi has also had a pretty good year. So yeah, just <laughs> really fucking great stuff here. Yeah, and I think we were kind of discussing it yesterday. It's like, I think this is probably like an all time reign of any, like this, right yeah. now, like go is like one of the best champions that I've, I've, I've watched since yeah, watching wrestling. Watched like I think I've been watching for a long ass time. Yeah, I, say, I haven't been watching as long as her, but it's like this is definitely like one of the best reigns. Like the only like the most recent ones I can think of that were even comparable is like Masashi Takeda's Deathmatch title reign. That was like one of the best reigns I've watched. You have Okada's long ass reign where he was like that long definitive reign. That was pretty great, but not much else really that mm. I can think of off the top of my head. Like I think uh, Toru Sugiura right now is having a really great Deathmatch reign and Freedoms. Um. You had Momo's uh, white belt reign, which is just great. So there's that, I guess. I don't know if I put it on the level as this, but I don't know. All in all, I'm say, all I'm saying is uh, Go Shiozaki's like one of the best champions in wrestling right now. And it's a real shame he's going to be losing to Mudo in February. Pro Wrestling Love is coming Shut to Noah. We're about to have Shut a year-long title reign of Shut Mudo. He's going to defend against all his old men friends. Gonna, Noah will die. Going to get a fucking 45-minute. No, not even 40-minute. We're going to get a 60-minute uh, Kaz Vegeta versus mm-hmm. Mudo title match he can maybe defend against some of the young boys but he, he's got squash him in like five minutes like he can face maybe he'll defend against juhei and dr- beat him in like seven minutes or uh he can always maybe he can give kaito 10 minutes maybe <laughs> okay <laughs> but no like i don't know why they'd book the match if Muda's not gonna win it so we'll see oh i'm, I'm assuming it's gonna be go drops it to mudo mudo drops it to kaito but We'll see, I guess. But, like I said, overall, uh, more of a one-match show, but enjoyed it, the show for the most part. But I think that's it for all we're going to talk about today. Uh, matches of the week. What are the top three matches that we watched? Obviously. Obviously, Go and Sagira is my number one. Um, maybe the Jin. Yeah, number two would be in Jin yeah, versus the next stream. Um, um, hmm. Number three for me would probably... Uh, fuck, uh, I know. I'm sitting here. I'm like, would I put... Ugh, would I put Ishimori I'm think I'm, I'm thinking Ishimori Wato. Uh-huh. I'm pretty much between that or uh, Finn Juice versus uh, Goto and Yoshihashi. 
Was, I think I'd go Ishimori and Wado. Probably, yeah. By a so. little bit. But uh, we'll throw all the other matches we recommend in the footnotes, so check those out if you want something to watch. Next week, we will be discussing the Best of Super Juniors World Tag League Finals, the Old Japan Cork and Hall Show from uh, that coming Sunday on uh, November th- or November December 13th, and another night of DO, plus probably more, I'm sure. So check them out and come back next week to hear our thoughts. If you want to follow the pod, you can do so at One Wrestling Pod. If you want to follow Caitlin, you can do so at Ticking Time Boss. If you want to follow me, you can do so at ASPIR underscore. But that's it for us this week. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, everybody.